This is Comic Picks by the Glick. I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason, what's going on, and what do you have on tap for us tonight? Well, tonight is something I've been wanting to talk about for a good long while, something I was hoping to talk about last year, but um, Viz was just not quick enough to, in getting out the, the final volume of this series. Even though, like, you know, for a while there, they were publishing it, like, on a bi-monthly schedule. It's like, and I really liked that, but then they caught up with it, and then they just decided, oh, we'll get this out when we feel like it. And that's why you're hearing about, hear my podcast about Golden Kamui now, as opposed to, you know, like, 2023. But, you know, regardless of, you know, when this, uh, when this series ended, the fact is, it has been one of the most purely entertaining series I've read for oh, for a for a while now actually i uh, read like i got the first first volume of the series back in like let's see around uh may or Jul- june or july of 2020 2017 and um 31 volumes later it's like here you are with like with its end and does it does it end well well I'll get to that eventually, but first let's talk a little about, you know, the series as it is, because it's got like a really solid premise and that it take solid and unique premise and that takes place around the, uh, little, little after the turn of the, uh, the 20th century, like after the, uh, Russo-Japanese war in, um, 20, in 1907, <laughs> it's like, they pick up a couple of years after that with, um, one, one of its, uh, heroes as the series establishes it, um, Sa- um Saichi Sugimoto, or immortal Sugimoto, named for the fact that like dude uh, murdered so many Russians. It's like oh, during the course of the war, and lived to tell the tale that he earned the nickname Immortal. It's like for for doing so. And what's he doing now? Well, he's panning for gold because he needs to. He wants to get rich quick. Because in the course of the war, um, one of his childhood buddies that he was fighting fighting alongside died, and said childhood buddy also married his childhood sweetheart. But it was cool because, you know, like, Sugimoto had no future, like, marrying her, like, and supporting her in the first place. But the thing is, like, his childhood sweetheart, well, she's, um, been, she's got, like, a, like, like, vision problems, and he wants to find a way to help her, uh, like, you know, like, re- retain her, retain her vision going, going forward. So he figures, okay, I gotta find, find gold, and, like, make enough gold in order to, like, you know, send her to the, to the United States, which, because they've got the best visual, visual, vision doctors, and that'll be, and like you know, and like that'll save her. And it's like you know, because I love her so much. But then, uh, but it's not. But Penny for Gold's not going so well, and he's out in the boondocks of Hokkaido, the northernmost peninsula of Japan, um, with this one other dude who, you know, like they're they're going along fine. And then one night, this this dude tells him about this, the story about this um, this one guy, this this uh, supposed killer who's up in this prison who tattooed all these other prisoners with these uh, special tattoos that apparently like led the uh, lead to like some, some stolen stash of gold because this guy, um, no parable um, who did the tattooing was an, was Ainu. He is like this. They're the native people who lived in Hokkaido before the Japanese, like, you know, like they, they claim to it. And they, it's like, and he was apparently like a, a freedom fighter for it. Someone who wanted like, you know, like Ainu independence, and wanted to, like you know make Hokkaido like a an independent nation like for like like for the Ainu at least that's what we learned initially, and um this dude telling um like Sugimoto this basically like tells him like yeah this guy like you know tat- tattooed everyone like you know like with these uh, tattoos you know like 
like leading like telling about where this like you know gold gold is going to be. It's like so that you know like eventually it's like you know like they they these people wouldn't even have to like work together or like you know come bust no parable out of prison so he could tell them like you know how this how these um like uh how these tattoos would work in order to tell them where this gold was. Now Sugiono initially thinks this is like a, a fun fairy tale and all, but then you know when he's woken up in the middle of the night by the dude by his partner like um, with raising a gun to his face and like oh, I've told you too much I can't let you live well Sugimoto just you know like lets this like you know like knocks this like busts this guy out and then you know dude is eventually like you know murdered by a wandering bear and then Sugimoto meets up with this other Ainu girl hunting in the area um girl by the name of Aserpa who basically you know like tells him about like how about you know like bear it's like you know it's like and how it's like and what she knows about the I knew as well, and how and since Sugimoto tells her about this this story he just heard, and they basically like leads them to like form like a partnership in order like to get get this gold because you know she wants to like find the, find the gold because apparently like her father had some connection to to this. He may have been one of the guys who uh, it's like who hid the gold, or he may have even been um, Noperabo. The mastermind behind this, in, like in, in the first place, and thus begins an epic story of it's like of greed, adventure, ro- romance. It's like a- action, triumph, tragedy. It's like everything. It's like you've like it's got so many mem- memorable characters. I mean, like like from Sugimoto, like being it's like being like the um, uh, willing, willing badass to like not just you know like um beat the crap out of anyone who comes between him and the serpa like in, in their quest for the gold and also just willing to be like uh, engaged in any kind of like ridiculous tomfoolery in order to uh you know get this gold as well whether it's uh it's like whether it's like i'm um, performing a mock um suicide mock suicide in a, in a um, tra- traveling circus um get going into a getting into a uh, uh like a russian um stenka wall fighting um like bit bit of action that's uh, like like up like f- further north it's like any kind of like you know ridiculous stuff he's he's there for and Aserpa is also there to you know like help it's like like in like um in, in, ingratiate him into the Ainu culture especially with like you know their their love of food specifically like you know sitatap or like you know minced like um minced any anything it's like that you know just like you know just just like mincing up anything and um, eat, it's like eating it. It's like, and it's and and this is also like very much a foodie manga as well in the sense that you know like they they eat a lot of different like different um, del- delicacies both um from the, from Ainu and from Japanese culture of the time. It's like that's that that's re- that's um that's really fun. It's like and it's basically just this this series kind of exists to a showcase um manga casa Toru Noda's extensive um research and knowledge of the Ainu. Ainu culture, it's like of of the time, and also just you know of of Japanese culture, like of that era era as well. I mean, it's on one hand, it's like it does kind of like you know, like feel like you know, it doesn't really feel like you're being like you know lectured to, but it's just like you know, it's fun to just like see like, all these knowledge bombs dropped like over the over the course courses of the series. And my God, this the series ran for a good long while, thirty one like to- total volumes. And if I'm being honest, it's one of the series that kind of feels like it was meant to like just you know run as long as um, its creator felt like it felt like it wanted wanted to go. Because yes, um, there's 
there is the overall goal of like you know finding the gold. There's like also the intermediate goal of just you know finding the other criminals who are bearing the tattoos that will lead uh, Sugimoto and Serpa to the gold. As well, they're their various um, competitors for this gold as well, because they're not the only ones who are out to find find this gold as well. There's also um, Lieutenant Tsurumi of of the Japan's um, seventh seventh division, who wants to uh, get his hands on this gold in order to create a military republic that will um, that will occupy Hokkaido and as well as on parts of uh, like parts of parts of Russia and Russia and China that. Um, that they that he that were that he fought in during the uh, Sino-Japanese War a few years prior to the Russo-Japanese War. Basically, his ostensibly his goal is to basically make it so that you know their comrades you know didn't die on foreign soil. That he wants to, like you know create this uh, this um, Jap- Japan, Russia, um, China like you know like area with like using the using the gold. It's like and basically like you know give a place for for the for the uh, for the, for the fighters like in in these battles who he who they feel that you know that they were neglected by by Japan after by the Japanese government after this battle like he wants to be, be basically go you know I'm going to give you your it's like it's like like your your the homeland you deserve and dude is you know charismatic crazy and really and also that kind of scary to look at too because after a war after like a um, an injury during the uh, Russian-Japanese War. Um, he is like he is fi- he is permanently scarred um, from his forehead down, and he wears a uh, por- porcelain faceplate up on his forehead to keep um, his his cranial fluid from from leaking out, which it does um, do on a regular basis for and in the most ridiculous dramatic parts, like for this, like over the course of course of the series. But he's not the o- as I said, he's not the only other other party here. There's also one Toshijo Hijikata. Um if you're a real Japanese history buff, that name may sound familiar to you because he was one of the captains of the Shinsengumi. It's like during the uh, it's like it's like um it's like during the uh like Meiji Restoration when uh, Japan was like like a revolution has become more modern, and the samurai class is being forced out. Like he was one, as one of the, like the last standard bearers of the samurai class. He was suppo- thought to have died in the Battle of um, Goryokaku. Um, it's like in the late, it's like in the late eighteen uh, sixties, eighteen seventies. But as as um Golden Kamui has has it, he actually survived that and wound up being imprisoned because you know they didn't want to make him a martyr by just like you know executing him. And so, as as he became one of the uh, one of the tat- tattoo convicts, like he eventually managed to escape. And uh, now he's got a goal that basically involves being a uh, like like making uh, Hokkaido like a multi multi ethnic multi national republic. Um, that that op- that, that upholds um his like his and the samurai samurai's ideals. And he's got you know his own like his own um group of it's like group of people to uh like to uphold. It's like to uphold that. It's like such as um, Shimpachi Nagakura, like one of the um, other um, sword, sword greats of the, uh, like of, of the Shinsengumi. It's like and and uh, and another um, like burly ass dude named Tatsuma Ushiyama, who is just like you know looking for like you know like like the, the best fights to be had, and it's sort of like some of the greatest over the top action like in it's like in the series. Because you know this is a series that you know like goes all over the map in terms of its tone. It can be 
incredibly serious um one point as at one point as you know like everyone's trying to like, you know ration out their like like you know their their reasons for like um pursuing the gold and also trying to like you know make it seem like they've got like the moral upper hand like like in in going for it other times you know it's like they're like they're they're dancing with little girls in a uh it's like in like in like in a travel in a traveling circus they're going through a uh like a like a, f- a fun house like a, a fun house um like in it's like um in maze that has been set up by a uh, cr- by a by a transvestite um a- analog to uh to Hannibal Lecter like for like for the series it's like and they're all it's like or they're just you know, like you know like shoving a uh it's like a, a, a rifle up the ass of a polar bear in order to shoot it through the heart it's like or it's like it's just like or like they're making a uh it's like a film, like making films about the, uh, it's like some of the more ridiculous Ainu legends that evolve, like, you know, their, it's like some of their, like, um, notable mythical characters and their dicks extending to a unholy, to like unholy, un- ridiculous lengths. This is a very, like, like serious series that's like, you know, all over the place. And it's also something that reminds me of a, uh, another, like, American series that is, like, very near and dear to my heart. And that is, um, Preacher by, um, Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. That is a series that also was like, you know, I went and like kind of was that, that also had its like, you know, deeply serious moments, but also it's just like ridiculous over the top moments of go like of gore. It's like, and like, you know, I can't believe I just read, read this on um, ridiculousness. Um, Golden Comedy, it's like really does remind me a lot of um, Garth Ennis's work, like back when he, you know, could be routinely counted on to like, like turn out, you know, like, um, grade a um grade a work with everything that he did and it's one of those things like you know like hey if you like well i do do think that you know like like um any like you know any like manga readers who like you're looking for like something that like you know was you know different that different like from that is mainstream but like you know is isn't quite part of the mainstream that it's also just like you know just too weird and over the top it's like and and out there it's like yeah that and if you're if you want something that's you know, oh it's like yeah, like what what is there besides you know like the demon slayer it's like I want something that is more like you know like crazy than that well hey the Golden Company would do this for you but if you're also like an American fan like of my age who like you know like has all those great great memories of Preacher then yeah Golden Comedy is also something that will definitely fit fit the bill there as well and this and overall it's like the series maintained a really good standard of quality over the course of its 31 volumes. I mean, the the big problem is that, yeah, it's like sometimes it's, it's tone can just, you know, be too, too weird and unwieldy in terms of like, you know, going from like one, one extreme of comedy or drama, drama to the next. And also just the idea that, you know, it feels like, you know, Noda was trying to tell, use this series um, to tell like, you know, every kind of story that, that he wanted, whether it's just, you know, like them, like, um, Tsukimoto and a serpent matching wits with a uh, serial killer, whether it's about, you know, hey, you know, Jack the Ripper is back in town and our our team has to go and, and take take him down. Or there's a serial killer out there who is trying to like, you know, find out, you know, what you know, who's got the, like the best kind of luck to uh like to, like just survive against going 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 up against God. It's like or, you know, there's this one other uh, like other like you know tattoo convict who's like dealing with like multiple personalities and is 
like in his own head. It's like it's like he just wanted like to uh like to try and tell every kind of story that he could with this series. And on one hand, it's like I kind of applaud him for that. And overall, it's like, you know, he probably could have kept on going for for a while now. Like, cause like the series like was still like firing all cylinders when he decided to, like that, that he wanted that no decided like, you know, this is like, now I'm going to go into the end game here. It was like, it was still like, like enter- very entertaining and fun. It's like, it's something that I, I always look forward to when a new, new volume was coming out. And yeah, it's like, even if like, you know, sometimes like it could feel like he was just like, you know, extending things for the sake of doing that. That was the times when he did that were still kind of fun, such as the, uh, uh, he was volume twenty eight um, when I thought we were getting into the uh, final um, act of the series, but then he decided to um, insert a another um, bit of um, bit of story about the time that um, Sugimoto ca- first came to came to uh, Tokyo, and then met up with um, Sergeant Kikuta, um, an intelligence officer who was um, who in the series we know is working with um, Tsurumi, but is also being a double agent for. Um, like for the for the Japanese army, and um, when he uh, and how he basically um recruits Sugimoto to to act as a uh, like as, as a spoiler for like for one of the other like um deceased deceased characters who like, they basically wanted to like you know have him pose as a uh, as as a um as a character who's going to be like a standard bearer for the seventh uh, division, but someone who but these Santa Bears could only be virgins. So basically he, they wanted like him to like, you know, pose as this guy. And then, you know, maybe just, you know, like, and I, and just like, like, so that this guy's virginity could be spared, but it's uh, basically leads to, uh, Sugimoto, like, you know, getting a taste of the good life in, like in Japan and also, you know, trying to fight, figure out, you know, what he wants to do. And also just, you know, running around buck naked fighting, um, like fighting Surumi and some of the other um, characters that we know later on in the series, like, you know, before they um, knew who he was. It's like, and oh yeah, it's like, this is also, it's probably worth mentioning that, you know, that um, Sugimoto and a lot of the characters in this series really do do get naked at, at various points. It's like, and even though you don't actually see their penises, you see them in shadow and they're like, you know, swinging them around and um, like getting up in like, in like various faces of various characters. It's, very silly, very ridiculous. And if you think that, you know, like, oh my God, I don't want to read a series about, you know, dudes get dudes with dudes getting their dicks up in everyone's faces, like over the course of the series. This is a very minor part of the series, but when it does come when it does um play out, it's it's very silly. It's like and like not and I wouldn't say it's a deal deal breaker at all, like for the overall like for the overall like you know enjoyment of the series enjoyment of the series. And it's like an overall it's like, you know, and there's also like just others like Lots of other characters like that I want to talk about here, like 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 Shiraishi, the Escape King, the sensible comic relief um character for for the series, who just you know wants to get get the goal, but is also just kind of like too much of a fuck up in order to like you know ever be regarded as a, a serious threat to uh, interfering with with this. Um, let's see, let's see, uh, Tanigaki, the uh, it's like the hunter for, who was initially a like part of the uh, the seventh division, but eventually, like you know, winds up breaking off from them in order to pursue his own, like like his own goals. And um, it's like an it's like an Ogata, the sniper um, from the seventh division, who has who is just like you know initially like you think that he's just like kind of like, that 
that he's a bad guy, but you know, he could be a good guy because he's, you know, wants to get work with um Aserpa and Sekensu Kijimoto even even after like their initial bad bad meeting initially. But then you realize that this guy is just bad to the bad to the core. It's like and you hope that he's going to die badly by the end of the series. And I guess that's a good point as any to point out that, you know, the uh that when the series does get into its end end game, it's it's still firing on, on all cylinders. The um like volumes twenty nine, thirty, and thirty one basically consist of the second battle of Umgorio Kaku as uh as Sugimoto, Aserpa, and their allies um, face off against Surumi and everyone that he's managed to keep on his side from the seventh division. It's like as they try to get like um get the gold. Cause, and also I appreciate the fact that, you know, when it does come, come time to find out just, you know, what happened to the gold, um, um, Noda does have some good twists there in terms of just like telling, letting you know, like, oh, well, yeah, it's like most of the gold is there, maybe, but it turns out that, you know, like there's, that something may have been done with it so that, you know, like there are some complications there. It's, it's really clever. And um, I and I like how the uh, these last couple of volumes have like a good amount of struggle between both both sides because even though um, Tsurumi has the um, has the weight of of the uh, Japanese army to bring down, or at least all the ones that he has alienated to uh, bring bring down on, it's like it's like on Tsugimoto and the Serpa. Um, well, our heroes are are astoundingly clever. And they may have even done some like um pre-battle preparation some fifty odd years ago, because th- sorry, sorry, thirty or forty odd years ago, because they they may have like realized that hey, you know, maybe we need we need to fight here again. So yeah, this is yeah. So like this the series was like when I um when I reviewed volume thirty for the blog, I was thinking like man, it sucks because like I just want to like you know know what's gonna happen right afterwards because like it's just like because like 29 30 and 31 just keep going keep the action going at a fever fever pitch and deliver like a really solid uh mostly solid finale because volume because volume 31 it's no make no mistake it's like um the action as it continues there it's like as everyone is on a train and um fighting fighting for their lives fighting to uh <laughs> to keep the uh like keep the MacGuffin like um that's that's um crucial to the outcome of, of whoever gets it, you know, is going to like you know win the series for lack for lack of a better term. Well it's like it's it's handled really well. It's like and it's like and there's all sorts of like complications there and oh shit there's even a fucking bear again like in this in this battle which because you know like there are so many bears like in this in the series that you know it wouldn't be right if they didn't have another bear like um show up to like you know ruin everyone's day here i mean no not a wolverine because yeah there was a there was a point in the series where they were fighting wolverine and i'm so disappointed they didn't sneak in a uh this wolverine is the best there is at what it does online there but for the uh like for this uh final like for, for this final battle it's like it's handled incredibly well. There's like lots of great action, and yes, lots of people die as well. And I think that like the deaths that do happen feel deserved and earned. And in one case, one person dies so badly that you know I I believe that you know 
it was necessary because yeah, this person had this particular death coming, um, because of everything they've done over the course of the series, and that's that's how it is. My uh, my only complaint though there is that uh, that Amnoda couldn't quite bring himself to kill his darlings, and you'll understand that um, when you if you um, get to the volume thirty one, you get to the final chapter. And also, it's uh, postscript as well because I don't know if this is like something that was like a uh, like a uh, an epilogue in the uh, magazine where Golden Comic was published, or if um, this epilogue was specific to the uh, final volume of the manga itself. I uh, there are a couple of characters who do survive, and I honestly think that you know the way things are going that they probably should have died simply because. You know, like they, they're the injuries they sustained. You know, e- uh, either the injuries they sustained just made it necessary to the point where it's like, okay, just let them die because like they've suffered enough, or just you know, it's like the person, this person failed in securing their goal, so like they should just go ahead and die as well. But yeah, Noda couldn't quite bring himself to, to do that, and I'm, I'm disappointed. I mean, I'm not heartbroken over it. I don't think it ruins um, the end of the series as well. It's like I can understand that, hey, it's ev- yeah, everyone lives, but it's also kind of like an everyone lives type thing. If I'm going to make another obscure reference in, um, like, um, uh, um, Shane Black, some kiss, kiss, bang, bang, where there's a bit at the end where, like, where you found out that, um, it's either like Robert Downey Jr. or Val Kilmer's characters both both live, and then he's also like, does like, hey, you know, like everyone lives now, like, hey, here's and all the other people come in, including Abraham Lincoln, because, you know, why not have Abraham Lincoln come back to life after, after this, because this person lived as well. And that's, that's kind of what this, this ending feels like. And I, okay, I'm, I'm harping on this too much because I do think that the overall like finale of the series does, does genu- genuinely satisfy in terms of just, you know, what happens to the gold, what happens to the Ainu, like what happens to every, everyone's individual um, goals. And I, I did enjoy, I didn't enjoy it. And misgivings about who should have lived and who should have died aside, I really enjoyed this series. Like Golden Economy was really entertaining from from the jump, and rereading it like over these last couple of weeks has been has been a real real joy. Honestly, it's been it's like it's been thoroughly enter- thoroughly entertaining. And even if you know like its tone is all over the place. I I still still enjoyed it. It's like, and it's something that I would really recommend to anyone looking for a, a good, um, like action adventure, historical drama, comedy, um, treasure hunt type type story. Yeah, I know that's a lot of um, things that it covers here, but I think it does a good job of hitting most of them. It's like, and I'm honestly sad, sad, sad to see it end because, because yeah, it's like it was still firing on on all cylinders at the end. And it's like I was thoroughly entertained by, by like through it to it, um, right up to right up to the end. So may not have um finished in time for me to to put it on uh the best of list for 2023, but you can certainly be assured that it'll be here for 2024. Like no oh, doubt there. A, well, sounds pretty good. I mean, is it? This is a fictional historical thing, right? Oh, it it's fictional, but it also mixes in lots of um, real life historical um, characters and conflicts. Like I mentioned, the uh, Sino and Russian Japanese War. 
wars and also like um toshijo hijikata who was a real historical figure and no i was not lying about jack the ripper showing up like in the series as well it's like that's the thing that happens and it's it's bug nuts as you'd think all right well do you know what you're going to be talking about next time well it's like a little bird told me that it's going to be a be about um joe kelly and um ken nimura's um two two works to date um see i kill giants and um immortal sergeant but at some point though i would like to talk about um like um noda's um follow-up series to golden kamui because thank thank god he is not you know retiring off the success of this series which has also spawned um multiple anime seasons and a uh, anime film that is in japanese theaters right now in fact john he's actually his next series is actually about a series that is and a thing that is near and dear to your heart as well. Oh? Yeah, ice hockey. Ah, awesome. Great. Well, it sounds like a good time. And, uh, well, thanks for joining us, everyone. And um, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Click. Laters.